May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So friends in Christ, there is one story that the Bible tells. It is the history of our salvation. But to understand the end of the story, one must go back, way back, to when it all began. The story of salvation does not begin with the Incarnation, though everything in time before leads to the Incarnation and everything following flows from that central point in history. We see that story, the story of salvation in the Jesse tree, a story that is Jesus' story, and it is ours as well. Look around when you're outside. You might see a growing tree, an alder, a sickest spruce, a hemlock, yet the mightiest tree in nature began as a single small seed. So small that the world did not take notice. And so our story begins back to the beginning, back to the seed of the Jesse tree. Way back when the story of our salvation began. We all have heard the story, creation, but the words, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, the panorama of history of the universe began. We also know that the crown of creation came on the sixth day when, quote, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them. Creation, including all humanity, was not by accident or chance, but by the intentional act of his own God. And again and again, God saw what he had made, and again and again, called it good. And good it was. For the man and the woman God planted a garden we know as Eden. There our first parents lived a life of harmony and peace with nature, with each other, and with the one who had created them. Sin and its ugly consequences were unknown in that world, though many have dreamed of living again in an earthly Eden, a utopia of humanity's own making. But only God can create that which is truly good, a true Eden. How beautiful that paradise of Eden must have been. Yet it was not the last. You and I can see the love it's lost just by looking around us or by looking in the mirror. We see COVID and face coverings. We see brokenness and sin. We see despair and hopelessness. In other words, our eyes bear witness to what happened in the Garden of Eden. We know the story. The serpent tempted the woman. Her husband stood by and watched, and then the herbs ate the fruit of the one tree that was forbidden to them. Yet their initial sin was not a physical eating, but rather that in their hearts choosing to listen to the serpent and rejecting the Creator's loving law. The seed of doubt cause an act that would close the gates of Eden to all humanity. So what does the Creator do to those who have sinned against Him? Reject them? Leave them without hope or redemption? Such is not the nature of the triune God. He is love itself. And that love reached out to Adam, to Eve, and to Adam, to their descendants. So great is His love that He could not destroy His creation or leave it to itself. In love, he created the man and the woman. And in love, he would provide the way of redemption that he had known from all eternity. It's a price that only he could pay. A price paid as the old King James so beautifully translates it. 
by a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Sin brings death, and yet from death springs life. Though Adam and Eve and all the subsequent generations have borne the curse of our sin has earned, our loving Creator has not deserted us. On the contrary, He has not only embraced us, but joined Himself to us. Here is the first promise of salvation. And it was given immediately after that first sin and the darkness that it brought. The Lord said to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. The word for offspring is the word for seed. And here, the love of God shines through the darkness. There would be one seed that would defeat the serpent. And yet that seed would not be the seed of the man and the woman as every other subsequent human birth would be. No. This seed is the seed of the woman. The miraculous and divine conception. The tree of Jesse begins with a seed. A seed present but dormant in me. In love, God remembered his promise through every generation of fallen humanity, through those generations, that seed that was promised that its eating was closed would remain present for hidden to human eyes. And then, in the fullness of time, in the womb of a daughter of Eve, the Virgin Mary, that promised seed would spring forth and grow. This is the seed of the woman promised at the fall. From her womb would come forth the Creator Himself, joined to His creation, in the God-man, Jesus Christ. Here is the Redeemer. All that was lost in Adam is restored in the seed of woman. Here is the Christ, the Messiah. Here is the Lamb of God, the one in perfect sacrifice, whose blood reverses the curse of the fall and brings grace and forgiveness to the whole human race. This is Jesus. Son of God and Son of Man. This is the new Adam who bears the sin of the old Adam and every human being and carries it to a cross. From the tree of Eden would come death to all humanity. But from the tree of Calvary would come life to all humanity. This is the Christ of Easter by whose resurrection all the universe is forever changed. This is the Lamb into whom you and I were baptized to share his death and resurrection. This is the Lamb whose body and blood have sustained us at altars great and small for countless generations. This is Jesus, the seed of Jesse's tree. And through him, the Eden that was lost is restored to all eternity. Amen. Now may the peace that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. We continue with the prayer on page 10.